I think we're actually on track to grow another 20%. We've already we- had uh, three significant sales in the first month of the year. So uh, we've been growing about 20% a year, year over year for the last two or three years. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks, my guest today is Valerie Peck. She focuses on driving customer success, customer experience management, segment-driven marketing, demand generation, and a lot of other things for both B2B and B2C companies, as well as tactical retention, acquisition, and loyalty programs. She's got a lot of experience in this space, over 20 years, actually, in the space, and is now building a tool called Sweet CX to help other founders do this at scale. Valerie, ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right. So there's a lot of sort of big categories you mentioned in your bio. Take me back to the origin story. Is this a CRM? Is it a demand generation tool? What is it? Well, it's a little bit of both. We often say that we are psychology meets technology. So for years, marketing technology uh, used to be called CRM that got stolen. Then it was CEM. Then it was CX. These tools all are about getting to understand uh, what customers are thinking, feeling, and doing, and being able to act upon that either with messaging or campaigns or improving the experience they have. So the tool's origin was actually in doing this with Visio and uh, sticky notes on butcher paper. And, and right? what year so was that? When did you write from. the first line of code for the platform? 2013 was when we first said, okay, enough of this. <laughs> Let's do something different. Got it. So 2013, you get going on this. And did you self-fund at the start or do you raise some capital? We did. We are totally bootstrapped with no debt. I love that. Even today, bootstrapped. Absolutely no debt. I love this. Okay. Very cool. Ah. So Today, when companies are signing up for your platform, and again, you do a lot of things, what's the average company paying per month to use your technology? Well, we do an annual subscription because uh, that's preferred by most of the companies because we can make the product a little bespoke. So the annual enterprise view is roughly $26,000. And then there's a $10,000 kickstart to get people going. We have clients who pay us over $100,000 a year to guarantee their time so that we can coach them and help them as well. So it's a, it's a range. So just to be clear, your biggest sort of software contracts are in the $100,000 range per yes. year. Yes. And they can okay. go down as low as a proof of concept of 5000 Yep. Yep. Okay. And I love this model. So you charge your average customer today. It sounds like pays 26000 bucks per year, right? Correct. And you charge on average almost, well, call it, call it, you know, what is almost 35, 40% of your annual contract in a setup fee, which is good for a variety of reasons. Help me understand how that helps your business. Sure. Well, it gets people more productive quicker. So that gives them retention, that gives them confidence, that gives them the ability to talk to others and bring other people internally on board. So that helps the company. Uh, get a better upfront uh, reputation uh, when people talk to analysts like Forrester or Gartner or Aragon. 
uh, what we find is they say we can be really productive quickly or migrate off what they had quickly. And speed to ROI is really important in this business. Yeah, but I hear you there. Okay. And so how many customers are you serving now today? Call it we have eight. about 30. 30. Okay. So 30 enterprise customers. And take you back to your first customer. Who was yeah. it? Was it was it Vizio, you said? Well, actually, our first customer was me because <laughs> I have a consulting company and I told my significant other who actually wrote the code, uh, if I did one more time of doing what I used to do with the sticky notes on butcher paper and the word uh documents for each uh, touch point and then piling printing and piling up your entire website on a table with this thing pinned to the wall, I would have killed myself. <laughs> so uh, I was the first customer because it saved us incredible amounts of time when we were working with customers. And surprise, our customers said, we want to license this tool. We like it. And so Sweet CX was born because we thought, gee, what a great idea. So um, our clients to begin with were folks like Lexus and Wells Fargo, uh, no small names, uh, and most of the, the clients we have are still with us because they found that uh, it is a very valuable tool for their ongoing uh, success. Mm -hmm. And again, if we fast forward to today, 30 customers, Valerie, at $26,000 a year on average would put you at about 800000 bucks in ARR or about 65000 bucks a month sure. today in revenue. Is that about right? Yeah. And then you add on top about double of that with consulting with uh, pretty much about a 90% margin and uh, the two companies are doing well. So when those, when those are, they, well, are they the same company? Like the consulting could be the setup fee. Well, interestingly enough, we divide professional services, which are setup fees, and consulting, which is bringing our brains to the table, as it were, from a, a coaching uh, in, and a diagnostic perspective. You know the software game. Uh, when you have consulting associated with professional services and software, it devalues the EBITDA instead of increasing it. So go figure. It makes more money, but it is it is separate from a operational and a structural viewpoint. So let's ignore the consulting for a second. If we just look at okay. the setup, setup fees and the SaaS fees from the SaaS business, about eight hundred grand, correct? I was going to say about eight hundred k. And and what do you think you'll do this year in that business? I think we're actually on track to grow another twenty percent. We've already we had uh, three significant sales in the first month of the year. So uh, we've been growing about 20% a year, year over year for the last two or three years, and, and even with COVID. Congratulations. Where is most of that growth coming from? Is it expanding current accounts or brand new accounts? Brand new accounts. And how are, where are you finding those folks? What's that motion look they like? They find us. So we have a good reputation. We're in the top quartile of Forrester Wave and several analysts. Uh, I do some work with the, uh, the professional association called CXPA. And so people are interested in uh, companies that are know what they're doing and are hardly focused. And so in general, we get a lot of referrals from existing customers and the analysts. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. So that's a lot of your inbound. Now, Forrester, you know, Forrester can also be a pay-to-play model. So what did you do to sort of get that relationship going there? Uh, well, we spent a lot of time and effort nurturing their team whenever they call up and say that they're doing a white paper, a blog or something, and can we get them smart on it? We take quite a bit of time and effort to make sure that we shine uh, in the knowledge that we share, not always self-serving from a Sweet CX perspective. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we've done that over the years. We've been blessed with a pretty stable group of analysts at Forrester and at Aragon. So over the years, we've built up relationships with them and we're very responsive and at times proactive. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. Ever, does anyone ever try and hit you and say, yeah, Valerie, but you're not funded. You don't have a big valuation. Uh, not the only thing we hear from customers is the fact that, you know, when we're dealing with these giant elephants is that, you know, gee, we're small, but then when we show the fact that the consultancy has been around since 2002 bootstrap and profitable and sweet CX has been around since 2013 and sweet bootstraps and profitable, generally, uh, we don't get much pushback. Mm -hmm. Uh, occasionally we find somebody who comes around who's interested in us from a investment or acquisition perspective, and they see we're small, which is a challenge, but uh, we consider ourselves pretty mighty as well. When you launched the agency in uh, 2002, help me understand the scale of that today. How much revenue does that do annually? Yeah, so we we range. We've had $3 million years, um, and we have on average now about half a million uh, in pure consulting that doesn't run through SweetCX. Yep. And and how many customers that pay you for agency work end up converting to a recurring SaaS customer in Sweet CX? We have we we are blessed. The past two years we've had a hundred percent conversion. Uh, we had one company drop out because they uh, decided that they weren't going to focus on CX anymore. But we have a really high conversion rate of uh, probably about eighty percent and a retention rate of the same as well. Mm-hmm. Um, is that gross or net retention? Oh, it's gross. It would be a hundred percent because they're so. So we have customers who follow different patterns. Pattern number one is just a subscription and a license, and they renew every year. Uh, they're sticky because of the interesting things they're doing on the tool. And then we have customers who add in a coaching, consulting, training function. Uh, And then finally, we have pure consulting customers who just want an output, and we use the tool as a backend uh, facilitator for them. So what would net revenue retention be? Uh, It's about 80% now, at least. Is okay, that sorry? You said you said gross was right. So so. Well, yeah. It, so we have virtually no overhead. Uh, we work from home. We are garage. Uh, think of it. It's an awful nice garage. <laughs> sorry, Valerie. Valerie, I'm not talking about gross margin. I'm talking about gross retention. So if you look at all of your churned revenue over the past 12 months, and then add back the expansion, the upgrades you sold. Ugh, that's math. I went to USC. Um, <laughs> so. 
again, we're not losing any customers. So that would What be... about downgrades? What about people that are downgrading plans? Okay, got it. So there's no lost revenue over the past 12 months. Everyone that was paying X amount last year is paying that same X amount today. With the exception of one client who went out of the business. Okay, so that is right. So that's revenue. Yeah, right? so, so that's 20,000. Is... Yeah, 20, 20, okay, so then the question is, did you upsell other customers to make up the 20,000? Yes, poll? yes. Okay, so you're above 100% have... net dollar retention then. Correct. Yeah, that's okay, great. That makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, very cool. Um, what would... I mean, guess tell me more about the team. How many folks are full-time with you? We have five virtual full-time people. So we are a gig group where five of us are working full-time, several on contract, several employees. And then we can expand up to 18 people depending on the workload and uh, what's needed. So we have standby statisticians and videographers and other folks that are uh, part-time, right? They're gig and we've had a long relationship with them. So uh, we can gear up and down depending on uh, whatever the workload is. I guess, how do you know that they're going to have time for you when you need them since they can't rely on you from a for a full, they can't rely on you for a full-time paycheck? So uh, since most of these folks have been working in the same type of capacity since 1999 uh, with me, they, they make time. You know, their nights or weekends. The good news is most of our work is not fit between nine to five. So even if they've gone on and are working full time somewhere, they'll make time to uh, uh, do the work with us. Okay, makes good sense. Talk to me about what you want to do with the business. You said you've you've looked at acquisition offers. Would you ever sell it? Yeah, I think that we're right now. We're at the point where it would be really interesting to find a powerful engine, big sister brother company who can take on some of the sales functions and some of the back office functions and let us do more in the thought leadership and uh, development of new product ideas and execution of them. Name, so name we're the perfect, very open name the perfect to that. Buyer. Uh, well, a perfect buyer might be a business process outsourcing company name, like Verint Verin or Ipsos uh, from a research perspective or um, Concentrics from a BPO perspective. Uh, there are some at uh, Grant Thornton, some of the mid-sized consultancies, uh, Walker CX, all of those would be interesting because they're interested in both capabilities and tools. Very good. That makes a lot of sense. Valerie, heck of a story here. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book? Uh, managing Customer Experience, Don Peppers and Martha Rogers. Managing customer experience. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I I love, uh, well, I used to love Bill Gates a lot more, but I really like his blog and his information. And Warren Buffett is my idol. I love that. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Sweet CX besides your own? Uh, actually, uh, we do uh, quite a bit of work with LinkedIn and social media. So that works. And uh, YouTube actually, because all of our information's on YouTube. Valerie, number four, how many hours of sleep do you eat every night? <laughs> four. That's not healthy. Well, on weekends, I catch up. But uh, uh, you know, when you wake up and, and, and you've got clients all over the world, there's always an email for you. <laughs> yeah, number four or five here. Uh, talk to me a little bit more about your situation. Married, single kiddos? I am in a significant relationship of 15 years and happily unmarried. Uh, he has six grandchildren, so that's plenty for me. 
And uh, we have two four-legged companions who are my fur kids. That's great. And Valerie, do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 67. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. <laughs> that I would be starting businesses up and that I, my parents were doctors. They had no idea of how to start a business. So uh, I could have benefited. I, I had an MBA, but later on. So I could have benefited from understanding how to start a business without going to jail. Guys, she launched an agency in 2002, does anywhere between 3 million and half a million a year in revenue on the agency. But in 2018 said, you know what? There is a big SaaS play here. I'm going to launch it. She did. SweetCX360.com is the URL. They're helping folks, large enterprise brands, over 30 of them, manage things like customer onboarding experiences and things of that nature. Uh, we'll do about 800,000 bucks in revenue this year. They charge on average 10,000 bucks in setup fees and 30,000 bucks a year for their SaaS contract as they look to scale with their team of five, all bootstrapped, which we love. Valerie, thanks for taking us. Yay. To talk. Thanks for your time. <laughs>